fire up. Are proud to present a glittering new season celebrating the barbaric ballet that we call Rugby League. You must feel pretty confident with that uh, additional bulk he's put on. Now watch the defence, it'll be fairly uh, violent I would imagine. Now the Gladiators, Hoppawati with the left forearm. It was as nasty as we've seen for a long time. A bit out of character, he's a very clean player. Manly slumped to eighth on the ladder. Slanging match. He's only five metres from the line. And he's hurt on the bird. He runs into a wall. Certainly got some forearm in it for some damage done to him with a boot or a knee. But my heavens, he's really bleeding. He's come out of it very much the worse for wear. Bleeding like a stuck pig out there. And the crowd's starting to go wild. Intercepted. Shows it. Goes outside. Depth, steps again. Steps again. He gets it down. It is a try. Yes, it's a try. It's a sad, sad commentary on the mentality of some of the idiots that follow Australian sport. Now, please welcome your muscle-bound maestro, Stephen Ferris and Chris Gale. As they Yeah, it's uh, pretty easy to get fired up when you've turfed one of your main men. Chris Gale, I was going to say, we've, we've, we've thrown him off on the rubbish tip, but you'll see it on social media, no doubt. He and his mate Hayden James, you know, third-time loser when it comes to ARIA awards, swanning around in Palm Springs on a banana lounge with some sort of cocktail. But in the meanwhile, we've got an SCG McGill special. Hello, Stuart. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. And they're both running, mate. Josh Beagley here from Personal Best Records, amongst many other achievements, both soft Tigers fans. I say that because not your first sport, your second sport. Is that fair to say? Oh, I thought you were saying that every Tigers supporter this year is soft. soft. <laughs> I would never say that. Yeah, so it, takes, uh, it takes two big men like uh, us, um, uh, Stewie. Stewie and I to yeah. uh, fill Chris's big shoes. Big, obviously. big exactly. shoes, that man. Now, I was going to say some exciting news. Um, Phil Burton, of course, is slaying them on Dancing with the Stars. He's decided to choose and do a waltz next week to that intro. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's exciting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to get the extended version, though. Oh, the three-minute version. <laughs> now, we're going to talk a lot of cricket today, but we're going to kick off with a bit of league here. It is fire up. We're not, never going to lose it's that. It's a footy show, Steve. It is a footy show. And uh, dare I say, the greatest podcast footy show that, that in existence. Uh, that's what I heard. It's the only reason I turned up. I, I was at State of Origin. Neither of you were. No. Did you watch it, Stuart? Yes, we did. We, we, I watched it. Yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed watching it too, actually. Um, I, I thought it was the cricket, obviously, with Bradman playing. But, um, <laughs> yeah, it's Bradman best. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. The winner. Yeah. Well, of course. Look, when I, I was there playing the music, and what I felt was this underlying optimism that this was going to be a, a win for New South, New South Wales. I think the fans were there in force and they, they demanded so much so that even when it was still in the balance, a Mexican wave, I've never seen a Mexican wave at a finals or a grand final or a state of origin in rugby league ever occurred. 
Yes, I mean, maybe that sign, it's a sign of how depressing um, the, the New South Wales football team is that... Uh, that they were trying to cheer themselves They just up. need some sort of Doping carnival. themselves yeah, with a Mexi wave. I thought, what's that noise? What's that cheering? I looked around, there's this bloody wave going around. And I was actually quite tense, thinking that you know they didn't have in the bag, though they were winning they New South Wales all the way through. Um, did you think it was a good game on telly? Oh, it was, oh, I think rugby league's always a good game on television, <laughs> to be honest. Um, but, and I, look, maybe uh, the fact that it was a dead rubber yes. is is why there was the the, the Mexican wave. Spirit. Well, because you know you are got to go if you're going to go out there yeah. knowing that we can't win yes. the, the Origin. Yes. You, you're going out there for a bit of a laugh, you're a bit of fun. fun. Yeah, 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 that's it. Enjoy Steve, did you manage to find any music to accompany the Mexican wave? I, no, no, I let it do its own thing. Tequila? Yeah, no. Yeah. no there's, yeah. there's a miss. I, I'm very proud of the fact that I slipped in a Brian Eno tune at State of Origin. Oh, what was that? The Jezebel Spirit from My Life in the Bush of Ghosts oh, with David. Dark. Yeah, and so, at what moment was that? I can't remember. It was just one of those, okay, what? oh, that's a good song. Let's put that on. Well, well, well. And I got the crowd turning around and waving in respect. You know, Brian Eno, yes, we pay, pay homage. <laughs> <laughs> I think Brian's going to come next 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 year. Don't I think so. <laughs> Halftime entertainment, Brian Eno and his compatriots. What do you reckon? Oh, well, this is <laughs> it's compelling. worth a try, Stevie. Now, I've got to say, um, being a St George fan, uh, Nathan Blacklock used to put on some incredible tries along with um, Anthony Mundine. The other night, uh, the Fox, Josh Adokar, and I did get sweet the song, Fox on the run. Play. Great, good. Great, fantastic. Yeah. But that, 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 that run, kick, collect, try, indigenous magic. Excitement machine. Excitement machine, exactly, yeah. And I think that's what set the whole place alight. Though uh, I do say that um, the New Zealand band from Dunedin, 660, or as they say, 660. 60. <laughs> were pretty damn were they good. good? <laughs> yeah, good. very pretty. Like New Zealand's, they're good with melody. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there is a, a rumour floating around about Billy Slater. Have you heard that one yet, Josh? We, well, we have. Uh, and the rumour is that he actually tanked uh, the, the third game. Yeah. Caused a deliberate loss because he doesn't actually rate uh, Freddie. Ooh. And he thought that possibly uh, keeping Freddie in the coach's seat for another year might be to uh, a, Queensland's advantage. That's a nefarious plan. It is. It's a cruel, cruel rumour if it's a rumour too. But he's a, he's a big thinker, Billy, and big I thinker. wouldn't put it past him. Well, he frowns. When you see him frown, you know there's something going on behind the eyeballs. Yeah. I, I, I have to say that I think that's absolute shit. Yeah, you probably is, you know. <laughs> Somebody in the middle of the board. No, you've just read any quote and you've gone, oh, that little starts chewing that, up. That'll do him go. It's junk. And look at it, he doesn't buy it. It's junk. It's, it's junk. junk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one thing that you, you did notice, I'm sure, although you might not have had the ground, but on the TV it was very, very clear. After we'd won yeah. and Freddie was obviously happy, happy yeah. he looked like he reminded me of Kathy Freeman after she'd won the 400 at the 2000 Olympics. <laughs> that happy. He looked, he looked he, no, exhausted. Wow. He looked absolutely yeah, yeah. drained yeah. and, like, this hadn't actually been the most fun, you know, 80 minutes of his life. And can I say, I've never been in a space where more people have cried at one time than at the Cathy Freeman race. Yep. I was there with my dad. Yeah, well, Everybody we was crying. Yeah, yeah. Extraordinary moment. And Freddie was crying the other night. Freddie was crying the other night. And yeah. he had, and, and, and Chris Gale did text saying, if you're going to talk about that uh, evil, evil... Ivan Cleary manipulating the game from behind Freddie's back. I said, not so evil. He is evil. (laughs) He is evil. But, 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 mate, listen, let me just say that I am actually a huge fan of Freddie Fittler and and I figure um, if he wants it, he can have it because, um, you know, that's cool. He's a talisman. Even if if we're not winning, it's not his fault. He's not out there. We know he used to when he was playing. Yeah, they're hard to beat. They are. 
Yeah, they there's are hard. There's, to beat. there's no, there's no magic uh, lolly just to no. drop in the drink. No, that's exactly right. And Freddie is ultimately very likable. Yes, unlike you say Ivan Cleary. If you're a Tigers fan, not very likable. A Tigers fan, <laughs> Ivan Cleary, bottom of the list. No Christmas card for you. He reckons it. No Christmas card. Yeah. He reckons he did nothing. He just sat behind. Like a spirit. Oh, like a spirit. And Steve, your favourite uh, player name in the NRL, Bradman Best. Bradman Best, yes. Um, Stuart, did you name one of your kids Bradman? No, I did not. <laughs> Penny and Alex is much, much, much better. AM <laughs> and PM. AM and PM, yeah. okay. I'm telling you, if you don't like fire up, you're a dead shit. Are we witnessing the collapse of the Nick Pilatus empire with the losses that are happening and with the release of James Tedesco to have a holiday up at Byron Bay whilst they lost? Well, that's always... The Roosters. A, that's a great training technique, isn't it, just to put your best player on holiday. <laughs> it's inspirational for the rest of the team. Yeah, and let me just see where they're sitting on the ladder because it's, I don't think it's very, very good. I'm just going to check Just right. check that ladder. Is it 14th? 14 oh, or 16, somewhere around there. 14. It is 14 with a, with a red arrow mm. going down. 14th, mm. yeah, with an arrow. Yeah. Now, nobody suspected that the Roosters at the beginning of the year would end up in that position. They can't blame injury. Oh, there's no doubt, though, that... that Teddy would have been useless if he'd played anyway because that third origin, took he did, he took, he put everything out He there. was exhausted too. He was. He yeah. was absolutely spent because yeah. if you remember after origin one, yeah. a lot of people were saying maybe that should be that for him because yeah. he looked a little bit slower on the, yeah. you know, yeah. side to side that he, that he has been in the past and he, he looked like maybe he's a bit old. And so I reckon that holiday might keep him uh, yes. in the mix for later in the Could season. they blame the salary cap, Steve? Because it feels like they haven't, they haven't <laughs> gone over it enough. No, that, no, no, no. It's, it's really hit him on the head, isn't it? That yeah, ceiling, you know. Yeah. Uh, no hotels, you know. I mean, maybe it's just been policed a bit better this year and, and the wheels have come falling Gee, off. Gee, that's a, that's a, you're stirring the pot there, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we're watching Glee and see how they roll. Can they make the top eight is the question. Anybody got any theories? Nah. Nah. The only thing that could bring you down from that is to talk about your dragon, Steve. Well, we aren't going to make the top eight, even mathematically. <laughs> mathematically yeah. possible. So I guess that means the Tigers are no chance too, hey? Look, looking here, <laughs> we are one place above we. Yes. We, me. You yeah, know, you. St. George, or I get out there, strap the boots on and run around the field, you know. You're by yourself this week. <laughs> Sitting on 16 uh, and... West Tigers, they said they couldn't get any worse. Well, it did get worse. Well, they're a model of stability, aren't they? The model of stability. <laughs> now, that is the thing. We, we call them the, the merged spoon hunters. They're all hunting for the spoon. Well, we're running away from the spoon. The spoon sheet's following and whacking you like some sort of yeah. bad Walt Disney film, you know. Yeah, I know you go on about it all the time, but mergers have not been good. They have not been good. And, and, and is that a truth? Or it just happens to be coincidental right now that the two merged teams are having problems at the top, it appears. You know, what do they say? A fish... Rots well, from the head. It's it's all about the administration, isn't it? Yeah. And, and you know, clubs that you know, particularly with um, the Tigers having lost their um, their leagues club, they got no money to bolster up rank, ranks no, no, there. So no. there's no likelihood of they're getting more more people on the board. No. So you know. And then, of course, the whole thing about Scott Penn, who was the son of uh, Manly, yep. top end, and brought over without. Knowing, not even without permission from Tim Sheens, Benji, yep. and Robbie, yep. and now apparently Robbie and Scott are at loggerheads, but they're they're grown men. They can sort it out. Apparently, said just they can sort it out on the back page of the papers. The back page of the papers behind the toilet. The best place to do it. <laughs> well, the, 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 the the sad thing for Benji is that that Sheens and Penn are going to sort it out by Sheens just going home yes. and, and, and leaving Benji with the baby. Yes. And yes. and it's not right. And and as far as I'm concerned, you can't have a high performance manager or a selection manager or a scout, whatever they, they're calling him, who is picking the teams yeah. without you, uh, consulting the one person that's going to get the sack if they lose. The coach. Yeah. The coach. <laughs> if, if they keep losing, he's fucked. Yeah. Let's face it. Scott Penn doesn't No, he doesn't, doesn't matter. Nothing happens no, to him. No, nothing, nothing happens, happens to him. <laughs> 
And uh, so Mr. Sheen's. Polish is no good. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Sheen. I can't remember that song. <laughs> no, you can't so, really? <laughs> the Vegemite song. Surely you can remember the Vegemite. Uh, mate, that was even older than Mr. Sheen. What about Louis the Fly? You remember that? I remember Louis. Uh, Scott Fulton, Scotty I Fulton, Scotty Fulton, Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Why so, I didn't man. want to interrupt at the time, no, but uh, no. Bobby Fulton's son. And that can't, that's going to end up in tears, surely. It can't, it can't last. Can't last. It can't, can't last. I mean, you've, basically the coach has woven his rights to uh, yep. to uh, stick up for, for the the, uh, the recruiting. and. Um, now, I don't know be. whether it's because uh, St. George Illawarra have been really in the dumps when it comes to a good coach. We've lost our coaches over and over again. They're all no good. And now we've got one we're putting a bit of hope in. But when Cameron Serralda, who uh, left his post as the new wonder boy, and Craig Fitzgibbon, who left his post as the new wonder boy, and they both rejected St. George and went to Canterbury and Cronulla, I take great glee when they lose. Is that, a, is that logical? Yeah, I think that's a... That's, a, a that's fair? Perfectly human, yeah. It's understandable. I mean, that's, the, that's me with the clearies. <laughs> but the Dragons have also got Dean Young in. Who was a, who was Hello, a very strong, hooray, yes. strong contender for the job last time, and had to be a contender this time. We had is, inside is, knowledge, didn't we, Josh? Well, a little bit, but little is, bit. is he uh, is he just snuck in there on the uh, thinking that um, th- this may not be a particularly long tenure, <laughs> like a three year? Well, even less. Uh, for, well, head coaches don't last that long at the no, Dragons. They do don't, they? Not so at the Dragons, though. He's, he's the next man up. I'd imagine there would be what do they call them when they uh, you know performance rewards. So if you don't get the top eight the first year or second year, you're out. Is Flano bringing Stephen Dank in with him, or is that just a rumour? That's a rumour. Okay. It's a good rumour, though. Okay. I'd say Stephen Dank. Have you seen me moving lately? <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Stephen. I'm yeah. available. Yeah. You want a guinea pig, buddy? Pig. I'm around. It's a, it's a feel-good solution. So, yeah, so Craig Fitzgibbon and the Sharks, and they got uh, walloped by the Warriors, 44-12, to 12, and uh, they're not the journalist, Andrew Webster. The coach, Andrew Webster, seems to be doing whatever's right because we've all been waiting for this moment for the Warriors to finally come good on their promise and Sean Johnson my god he's so good at the moment wouldn't it be great for the game particularly after they had to sacrifice their whole um, you know last couple of years through Two Covid years. yeah that's right and uh, they're not even the New Zealand Warriors anymore, it was like a gulag they? up at Central Central Coast wasn't it you know barbed wire or they on the Sunshine Coast wherever they was it was pretty good yeah well obviously, they obviously thought it was better than going back to Auckland but um <laughs> <laughs> Not for medical reasons. No, they've done very, very, very well, very well this year. And it is right. exciting to see them going so well. If you had to pick a grand final, who would you like to see? Oh, Warriors Penrith for me, I think. Oh, wow. God. How about you, Steve? Anybody but Penrith? Anybody but Penrith? Yeah. You're one of them, are you? Yeah, I'm one of them. One of yeah, them. but they're good. You know, and if they're going to go down, you want to see them go down and you want to final. see You want to see the best team winning every year, and if they're the best team, well, yeah. unfortunately, that's the way it's going to have to be. There's the beautiful game, the sloppy game, and then... There's the Rugby League. Stuart McGill. Yes. You're a cricket man. Correct. We'll get on to that in the next break. Don't and have Josh to. Josh Beagley, you're a Swans man. City, oh, the, the high-flying Sydney Swans. How are they going? 14th. 14th. Okay. 14th, That's better than 14th with, a, with a bullet. Okay. Mathematical chance. Slim. <laughs> okay. And who do you blame? Uh, everyone. The weather. <laughs> Uh, the crowds, <laughs> the administration. Right, right. Injuries. Yeah. Yeah, mainly injuries. But you've primarily got the cricket ground yourself now, haven't you? Yeah, it's been a disappointing year for the Swannies, but uh, look, it's a character building. Character building, I love you like that. <laughs> yeah, I, unfortunately, the, the, the crowds for the Swans are kind of like the crowds for the Roosters, and if yeah. you don't win, they don't turn up. They drop yeah, off. They yeah, drop they drop off, off dramatically. Yeah, so, right. And there is nothing like a good crowd at a Swans game to really sort of, you know, make you filled with adrenaline. Yeah, so, yeah, so let's put more on Thursday nights when everyone's really Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah that's yeah. right. All right, we'll Conspiracy! Conspiracy. <laughs> We'll sign off this section saying the Dragons and the Tigers are playing this Thursday night down in Wollongong. That's it. That's the graveyard, mate. Okay, back in a minute with Fire Up, Stuart McGill. 
Dennis Carnahan, look, and I look. Do I love a power ballad? Not really. And I had to say, I hate that song with with immense well vitriol. Uh, that originally was Meatloaf, Meatloaf, yeah, one of Chris's favourite artists, and I'm sure he encouraged Dennis to tackle that bloody power ballad. Uh, that was called One Out of Three, ain't bad. Yeah. I think it was originally called Two Out of Three. That's correct. Okay. Well, Chris that, tries to say he's a Jim Steinman fan, he thinks he's a which, which I think you know gives him a degree of separation from Meatloaf. But I'm uh, not sure if that works. I don't think. I don't think it does. Look, while Chris is away, we can play, right? Exactly. <laughs> now, listen, right now, this is Fire Up. We're going to leave Rugby League. Don't close the door on the way out. Stick around. Special, well, two special guests. Josh Beagley, of course, originally from Swoop and amongst many other things. Professor Groove and the Booty Affair and your label, Personal Best, amongst many others. All sorts of radio things. Radio host. And uh, Stuart McGill, where do I start? Where do I stop? You all know who he is. <laughs> Big fat old bloke. SCG McGill. Yeah, He's got a whole stadium one. named after oh, him. Absolutely. Well, the cricket has been so compelling, Stephen. Okay. So, so compelling. So right now, Wimbledon's been on. What? I didn't, didn't see Hello, it. I know. Wimbledon. I didn't see a ball surgeon angle. And I called him a dickhead, Djokovic. Yeah, right. Don't. I don't. I call the other bloke a bit of a pretender, but <laughs> one of the greatest pretenders of all time, unfortunately. <laughs> yes. I got a sneaking suspicion he will he will rack up a couple of uh, titles himself. Couple more. But 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 the thing is, I don't like, I reckon he looks like a bit of a dick to me. I don't like all these drop shots. I don't like the smugness. I love a drop shot. No, mate, you can't be smug, especially not at Wimbledon. So you're I'd have much rather Djokovic gave him Paris and kept Wimbledon for himself. So you're just power game. I am power. I, I like Look at me, I'm not built for <laughs> finesse. I like the subtlety. I love a drop shot at a bit of an angle. 
Explain it. Yeah, drop shot is where it just goes over the net and down. Yes, yeah, take mate, it take come on, tricky shot. Stephen. See, I reckon the little bloke one. Is that right? Mate, look, I tell you what, he's not a little bloke. He's, he's not, very, he? very powerful. He's very solid, isn't he? He is. He's he, no Michael Chang. No, no, he's no Michael <laughs> Chang. No. Right, so we've got Wimbledon. Wimbledon. We have the women's cricket. We'll get on to it in a second. Yes. We've got FIFA starting. FIFA women's uh, starting this Thursday. Starts Thursday, yep. At uh, not Allianz. No. Sydney Football Stadium. At the Blank Football Stadium. The Blank Football Stadium. Mm. Uh, what else is going on well, at the, the women's uh, World Cup. The women's World Cup. Uh, AFL. Cricket, uh, Rugby League. Rugby League. The, uh, the, the Commonwealth Games just got cancelled. Cancelled, yes. But above all that, cutting straight through. Are they which, uh, Wallabies? No. The <laughs> wall- <laughs> not the Wallabies. The right, Ashes. Not above all that. The right. Ashes has just plastered everybody from front to back page. Incredible stuff. Been bleary-eyed Australians at, at work um, after long, long nights. Yep. So, but uh, let, let's talk to Steve. Uh, to, to Stu. You can talk to Steve. It's well, fine. Well, yeah. I'm going to say the facts. It's Australia okay. 2 England won yes. over five games. Yeah. So now, if you speak to um, Brendan McCullum yes. and uh, uh, Stokesy, mm-hmm. that uh, means that uh, England's clearly won the Ashes Moral, already. Yeah, already. Yeah, yeah. Because it, um, England no longer play cricket uh, for results; <laughs> they just play for entertainment. Right, right. And, and this, sorry, this is the country that uses what a unicorn and a lion as their mascots. Yeah, fictional. Hello. There we go. Dare I say, Steve? They've won the spirit of the game. They have won by spirit standards. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The hell have they won the spirit of the game? Well, in their minds. Have you been reading what Usman Khawaja has been saying about the crowds? I can't say that word. No, you can't say that word. Uh, That's the only word you can't say on fire up. (laughs) Right, so Usman... And I've just said it three times, so join the dots, people. (laughs) We thought thought Pat was going to be the conscience, but really Usman is the conscience of cricket right now, correct? You don't say that sort of thing in a crowd, in public, particularly if kids and women are there. And it was the Ben Hunt word. He said he reckons Australians don't use the word Ben Hunt. Well, well, we're trying not to use Ben Hunt, but um, Carmichael Hunt then. Yeah, why not? He's he's a bigger one. Um, the the thing the thing is that um, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shitbag Uzi because he's um he's a very good friend of mine and he's a very very good bloke. Yeah. Um, and obviously he's got a very strong moral compass. But to be honest, people have been calling me way worse than that at grounds all around Australia, particularly in Perth, which is where I'm from. <laughs> um, in fact. I will tell you this story. <laughs> My first game back in WA was a one-day game um, and uh, I was fielding on the boundary and lots of my cousins, my, my cousin was there with all of his mates and so I just, you know, but there was a little six-year-old kid walked up to me at, at the fence and he said, hey, McGill! And I'd go, yeah, oh, cool. Hey, g'day, mate. He said, why don't you fuck off back to Sydney? <laughs> and... <laughs> he would have been six or seven years yeah, old, yeah. and he didn't obviously know that I was actually from Perth. But he, so Usman, I'm really sorry, but we do use that word here in Australia. Yeah. Well, at least our six year olds do. And and from personal experience, recently they use it in court too. So you might uh, want to have a look yes, at that one. Exactly. Yeah, they did at the tribunal for the rugby league, right? <laughs> now, Stu, are you happy with the performance of the Aussies the last in the last three tests? Well, particularly the last one. Mate, I'm not too I'm not too bad with them. Um, look. We, we, we do have a little bit of a warm and fuzzy team at the moment, which, which does shit me a little bit. Um, and and I, I think we could probably be accused of being a little bit negative, to be honest. Who's got the most grit? The most grit? Yeah, you said well, warm and fuzzy. Who's, who's not warm and fuzzy? 
Well, who's not warm and fuzzy? Well, I'd, I'd say David Warner's not warm and fuzzy, but unfortunately <laughs> that doesn't seem to be helping him. No. Um, yeah. Whereas, uh, the, whereas the Pat warm and fuzzy seems to be working. Pat's, Pat's tough, that's yeah. that's for sure. He, he's tough. And, and he's taken a lot of responsibility onto his own shoulders, mm. okay? So what, he, what he's done is... Um, because I think he's been bowling too much. Yeah. I think he's been batting too. Yeah. It's all it's all Pat. Everything's yeah. gone Pat. But um, he's doing it on his Pat. Yeah. Um, Did but, you know he went to St Pat's College? Yeah, well, there's a surprise <laughs> with Pat Malone. Stu, I remember, uh, do I remember correctly, several years ago you thought uh, Mitch Marsh was the saviour. No, no. I'm, look, I might have said that I like him because I really like. It's a proper all rounder, right? Yeah. Um, you know, one of our mates, Shane Lee, uh, who may or may not be floating around later. He he was a great all rounder for Australia. We've got to have that great all rounder, and we always used to. You look at the best South African sides. Um, you know, over the last sort of twenty or thirty years, they had great all rounders. Yeah. Um, if you've got somebody like Mitch Marsh who can bowl out swingers at one hundred and thirty and smash a, a, a hundred off a hundred balls in a Test match. You got to pick him. Yeah. So would you have Green out, moment, of, out of the team? Or no, we got two of them now. So bring them both. Pick in. them both. Okay. Who, who, who goes out? <laughs> who goes out? Well, look, I'm actually uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. I'm keeping David Warner in. Yeah. Um, because now, if we change our side now, we're going to look like we're going to lose. Right. Yep. Um, so does that mean the spinner goes out? Yeah. 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 Yep. Is it See Todd? Is that his name? Todd Murphy. Todd, Todd Murphy. listen, I'll tell you what. This is how we go. If Todd Murphy bowled last test match like Todd Murphy and not like Nathan Lyon, I'd probably be a little bit more warm and fuzzy. Ah. Yeah. Does Who's that it? mean Labashane bowls leg spin? No, Labashane doesn't bowl leg spin. <laughs> okay, so and not, neither does Steve Smith. So actually, there's no leg spin? There's no, no spin no at all? Spin. No, we've got Travis Head. He's the best finger spinner in the country at the moment. Okay, wow. well, there you go. heard it here first. Yep. Okay. Oh. Bang! Travi! Now... <laughs> To the really important... Oh, actually, <laughs> apart from Greg Matthews, because I know that Greg will be listening. <laughs> Greg will be listening. And Greg will still say to me, <laughs> yes, uh, I am. I can still play for the country, Stu. <laughs> Good old Greg. Now, listen, the most important thing, I'm trying to figure out baseball like the rest of us. Yes. And I saw, read something today that said, it's basically, don't care. Get in your zone, get warm and fuzzy. Have but, some fun. Be adventurous. I'll tell you what baseball is. I'll sum it up very, very quickly. Um, you put together 11 blokes who don't have the discipline to play test cricket. Yes. And you say to them, we're going to call it baseball. Just go out and swing. Yes. And it doesn't matter if you get out. Right. Sounds like T20. Baseball. 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 So you don't think we'll be getting Brendan McCullum in as coach? Uh uh, Brendan McCullum, the, the second choice for the England job. Yeah. Yeah. So because they offered it to Ricky Ponding first, who said no. Okay. And uh, then Baz picked it up because he's, you That's know. just a slap in the face, isn't it? Well, I don't know. I mean, he's a Kiwi. He's been used to coming second for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, so what do England need to do to win this uh, upcoming fourth, to keep it alive? Well, look, they, as I said, they genuinely do think they've... Um, they've won. Yeah. Uh, uh, after the, after the, um, the second test match, yeah. um, Stokes said it's shaping up nicely to be a 3-2 victory for England. Jesus. Like, that's when they're 2-0 <laughs> down. Mad Dog's an Englishman. Well, and he's a Kiwi as well. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's Mad even funnier. Kiwis, yeah, that's, that's, that's really funny. But um, I'm pretty sure his dad played football for, for, for New Zealand. Is that right? Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure. Yeah. Um, and he's a massive guy, so I, I believe it in any case. Yeah, but whatever he says goes. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty sure. Look, I, I, I don't think England's going to win. Um, Australia just needs to draw one of the, the next two games and it's all over. What if Mark Wood could bowl from both ends? 
<laughs> well, if Mark Wood bowls from both ends, he won't be playing the, the next two test yeah. matches because his body's like a, a twig. But he, again, is one of the other guys that I it, – it's kind of annoying me now because there's a, a growing list of people playing test cricket that I actually like. Right. As, as blind. Where's the hate guy? Yeah, I know. Where's the hate? I, and I, and I David Warner, stand up. Yeah, yeah, please. You know, can, you, can he bat at both ends? That would work for me. And listen about the end business. They keep talking about Jimmy Anderson coming back. Yeah, that's good. Now, how old is he? Jimmy Anderson's about 36, I reckon. Right, that's no, fairly young. No, 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 he's older than that. Yeah, I think he's older than that. 41. There we go. Yeah, yeah, so this is his last hurrah. It's the farewell thing, right? Look, he's got, he's got, he's getting very, very close to 800 um, uh, wickets, I think, isn't he? He's, uh, he's, yes, six, he's two six, down. Two yeah, two, there we go. So yeah. that's pretty cool. He, the, look, the guy is a freak. Yeah. He's another. He well. He's another really, really good bloke. But he's a <laughs> psychopath. No, but no, no. It's okay. I can, I, I can, I can hedge that. Yes. In warm ups, he's a dead set psycho. Is he? Like spikes <laughs> up in the soccer games. He'll try and break your legs. Yeah. So, <laughs> so there's, there's good. There's a bit of a mongrel in him, which I like. Did that like. happen in the soccer this week? To poor old Ireland. Oh, I don't know. They got damaged in a trial or a They did, yes. So, uh, okay, they talk about bringing Jimmy for the last hurrah and because he's got a a stand named after him at one end. So so his his home ground um, for county cricket is uh, Lancashire. Yes. um, And they play at Old Trafford. And because he's such a superstar of the universe, um, um, he's... Uh, I've just been handed by our statistician, Shane Lee, <laughs> the statistics for uh, Mr. Anderson. Yeah. 688 test wickets. It's not bad, is there it? There we go. And I, even though I've got my goggles on, I fucked if I could see that, no, that and, average. And, and so, how many did you get, Stu? I got um, 204. Right. So I, actually, 208. There we go. I, I shortchanged myself. You've got to compare it over how many... Overs you actually bowl? Would that be fair to say? I don't know, man. I only played forty-four tests, but um, right. you know, look. Uh, it, the thing is, it was a very fast path to two hundred, shall we say? Look, you're being very generous, mm. but in the same breath as Jimmy him. Anderson, you can't you can't mention my name because right. he he is played for a ridiculous length of time. Something that I couldn't do, even though I bowled slow. Right. He's um he's won a ridiculous amount of games for his country and his county. Um, you know, and and I only did that a couple of times. Yeah, but he fuck off also, back to Sydney. Yeah, fuck off back to Sydney. Yeah, you know, yeah, so the it. attrition rate between so a fast when, bowler and a slow bowler. Oh no, he's just a freak. Just a freak. And yeah. and by the way, so is Stuart Broad because Stuart Broad's still poking it, around yeah, it is too. Phenomenal. So um, between the two of them, just ridiculous to think how many wickets they've both got. But to finish the answer mm. to your original question, Stephen, because yes. you've got the attention span of a gnat, <laughs> a goldfish, um, a goldfish. <laughs> A goldfish with a very bruised head. It just keeps smashing into the end of the fucking tank. Um, At Old Trafford, one of the ends, one of the stands at one of the ends of the ground is called the Anderson End. Uh, And that is why, because because his career is winding down, it's possible that this will be the last opportunity he's got to play a test match at, at, at Old Trafford. But he should have been playing anyway because Ollie Robinson was an absolute Muppet. Muppet. And, no, no, seriously. <laughs> I don't, Muppet. There's somebody in his family who is spending a... Just a bucket load of money. A, no, a disproportionate <laughs> amount of time with one of the selectors. Right. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so tell me, in any cricket ground, there's only two ends. Two ends? Uh, of course there is. Okay. And given, Up and down. Given that, if you're named after one of them, that's that's the the top echelon, right? Oh, it's pretty cool. In Sydney, in the Mate, SCG, what is it? 
Well, we got the Paddington End. Which is called... The Sp- Paddington End. Now, I know that. <laughs> uh, enough- okay, despite the fact I quite like Paddington Bear, I don't think that's me. And I might look a little bit like him if I've got a red hat on. But the other end is the Randwick End. Okay. And the stands? Or, as Jeff Lawson likes to say, the University of New South Wales end. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> but, but, but The Nider end? Yeah. Well, we've got, you know, we've got the Trumper stand, we've got uh, the Brabham stand, you've got the Warren stand in Melbourne now. I mean, it'd be cool. I mean, I just I just settled for the ground being the whole named thing. after me. Yeah, yes. yeah, the SCG. <laughs> so, that's fine. Look, it looks not a big deal. I mean, yeah, it was fine. Yeah. Now, surely Ben Stokes is not a good guy. Um, I've worked with him a little bit. He's he's a he's he's a rugby league player, that's for sure. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> what does that say? Well, uh, <laughs> fire up, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Now, Steve, uh, it's been great being uh, on here today as a, as a temporary guest, but I'm someone who knows a lot more about cricket than I do. Yeah. Uh, was wandering in the studio. So right, I'm, he's just walked in the door. He's just walked in the door. <laughs> I, I might tap out for the third segment and let uh, this uh, esteemed uh, second guest, uh, Mr Shane Lee, step in. Right, okay. What do you think about that? Yeah, let's have a song and then put Shane straight on, yeah? Beautiful. And then we can talk about the uh, Warney documentary too while we're at it. Oh, yay. If you wanted to catch many songs that Stephen Ferris would not play at State of Origin, then why not hear him on Sold Out. Hey, what's happening, y'all? You're listening to Stephen Ferris keeping that funk alive. Every Sunday on FBI Radio 94.5 FM, or you can stream it at any time on fbiradio.com. Sold Out with Stephen Ferris on FBI. The most unusual fire-up edition ever since 2003, I think it is. Uh, there's no Brett Oten, there's no Chris Gale, there's nobody uh, from Rugby League except for myself. We've handed the reins over to Stuart McGill today, and now a brand-new guest, Shane Lee. Woo! You Woo! played together. We did, we played, and we played cricket as well. <laughs> <laughs> played together and played together. Yeah, we did. He's a very good roommate, Stuart. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Very considerate. Yeah, yeah we, we used to yeah. do shifts. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I only needed one bed. Tap out, tap in. Those were the days. Now, give us some real dirt, like, not, not sorry, real facts. Yeah. Did you play together over what years? So, well, I started New South Wales sort of 90, was it 91, 92? Hmm. Stuart came to Sydney 90, 95, 6. 95, 6, yeah. Mm. So, we, we played together. Well, I ended up retiring at the age of ripe, ripe old age of twenty nine. Jeez. Um, around two thousand and two, and still kicked on for a few years after that. So, well, it was your career as an international playboy that got in the way. Wasn't <laughs> yeah, it? Right. Yeah. As a model, uh, yeah, Fabio. Yes, yeah. that's right. That was a good night. Yes. Did you want to stay on longer? Um, honest answer, no. So yeah. for me, it was always about playing in the Australian team, and the only way I could do that was as an all-rounder. Yes. Now, this is pre-IPL. Uh, now, we all have a degree mm. in hindsight, don't we? Been good. I probably could have hung around players play as a batter, but at that stage, I'd finished uni, I'd started a business, and I was sort of like, with, with my knee, I couldn't bowl. Ah. I was just going to play for New South Wales, and right. that's still a great honour, but yep. for me, it was always about trying to play on the Aussie side. Right. What was your local... Do you, ha- do you have to have a local team? Yeah. Yep. yeah. And you- was yours St George? No, I was everybody because I was a bit of a whore. <laughs> right. So, yeah. Sydney Uni? Yeah, not a very good whore That's either. That's why you made I a roommate. I didn't get, I didn't get paid. <laughs> oh, dear, dear, dear. That's a new, I didn't, a new I business didn't, idea. I didn't get paid by the club, yeah. which right. was a problem. Okay. Um, but um, I did move around a little bit. I was, I was, I was a very fickle friend, but okay. anyway. Yeah, I started at Campbelltown. Yep. Um, that was the closest club to the south coast where I grew up. Just Gong. The Wollongong boy, yes. Uh, that's hence why not, I go not for... Not St George? Oak Flats Rats. Well, I, go, I, go for the, I go for St George, you know, know that, Stephen. Yes. <laughs> um, the Oak Flats Rats. And then I decided when I was moving to Sydney that I was, I'd was i go somewhere a little bit closer to the SCG, so I played for Mossman. 
Right, fair enough. Yeah. Ka-ching. 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 Yeah. Now, look, I haven't actually watched the warning document. I've only seen the shorts, and it doesn't look terrific to me. Uh, and by all means, you know, friends, etc., you might want to comment on that right Warnie now. Warnie would be spewing with the casting of him, I reckon. Yeah. Yes. It's not. He doesn't look as good as Warnie. No. Warnie would be he'd be turning not his grave. No, he's not. And, no. Um, and the guy, you see the guy tried to bowl in the, in the, <laughs> in the shorts? Sock taught him how to bowl. <laughs> I said, are you sure you fucking taught him? I'm assuming it lent towards the uh, the gossip side of things. No, look, you know what, mate? The worst bit is, so so whether you like him or or, or not, yeah. Shane was a good-looking guy, had a lot of charisma. Yeah. Thank um, you. Uh, not you, you <laughs> muppet. Um, and and he 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 was an athlete. He was a yeah. he was a strong, powerful yep. guy. Right. And and part of the reason why he did transform spin bowling is because he did have a set of arms on him. Right. He did have big mitts, and he could actually make hey, the ball. Did talk. you ever have an arm wrestle? Um, we had an arm wrestle. Wow, good question. We had an arm wrestle with um, who was the guy in the wrestler? We had a forearm off oh, with him. Um, the, yeah, um, yeah, the <laughs> Mickey Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Oh had, my we, god! We, because Mickey Rourke uh, has has had um, implants. Oh no! But, yeah, I, I took them. I took them both. But but, but the thing is, I mean, I'm obviously I'm wasting away now that I'm you know a midget and I don't spend as much time with my right hand. But 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 yeah, it was pretty good. Mickey Rourke's a colourful character. Oh, he was yeah. great fun. I yeah. can't. We were in a nightclub in London called Bougie Ooh. and uh, yeah and um, it was it was actually quite good fun and Shane was attracting a lot of attention in those days but because um, you, you are know. treated um, Australian cricketers test cricketers are particularly like celebrities in England aren't you yeah big time it's, Better, a, it's big the best time. it's the best tour I think as yeah. an Australian cricketer to go yeah. to to play in England as yeah. um, the boys have experienced now that There'd be free tickets for everyone. Everything. For everything, yeah, 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 yeah. For, for rock shows, yeah. to go to go to the theatre, to go to musicals. I went to the Australian Ballet. Yeah. Well, well, Stuart, I remember we yeah. went to, we were backstage at Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. That was unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Is it an Elton John party you told me about? No. Paul McCartney? No. No. It was, we went. Rod Stewart? Um, no. No. <laughs> no. Roger Taylor from Queen. Queen, that's mm, right. You, mm, well, you were yeah. helicoptered in, weren't you? No. No. <laughs> God, you tried, mate. You don't need to dress that story up. I've been to the drummer from yeah. Queen's house for a party and you're trying to make <laughs> it, it sound better. Special. You dickhead. And then uh, there is uh, Mick Jagger, of course, is known as a great. Mm. Cricket fan, have you met him? No, no. but Charlie Watts, uh, the late great Charlie yeah, Watts, yeah. Um, he got me tickets, and Shane and I were both there. He got me. Um, Charlie swapped me two tickets at the Enmore Theatre to watch the Stones. Oh yeah, um, for a shirt. So yeah, that, that was a great gig. He, yeah, it was I, great. I, I actually did meet. Um, after the 99 World Cup, Mick came into the change room with Charlie Watts. Did he? And the funny thing, I was sitting next to Brennan Julian and and next to Charlie Watts, and Brennan Julian said, "Who's the old bloke next to you?" <laughs> And I said, that's Charlie, Charlie Watts. He goes, who's he? I said, he's the drummer oh, for the Rolling Stones. God. He goes, no way, man. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, Lack but Brennan respect. looks good. He doesn't need, no, no, he doesn't he need, doesn't need no, anything bless up him, there. Bless him. He's, a, he's the most attractive man I've ever played cricket with. Yeah, we call with. him the lure. Oh, he is the lure. <laughs> uh, you want him as the a wingman. Yeah. Seriously, you got him as a wingman, you never crash. Just stand here, let us do the talking, buddy. That's it. All right, so you guys work hard. No, so back to Shane. Back Warren. to Shane Warren. Um, do not watch the show. If I find out you've watched the show, yeah. I'm going to come and see you. Yeah. I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to yeah. rip your arms off. You know, occasionally you get that urge to have like mindless entertainment in front of you. No, 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 no. no this no, is no, not no. mindless entertainment. Okay. This is gratuitous yes. exploitation. Yes. Of a guy who has not been gone for too long, no, no, no. Yeah. and it's a disgrace. Yeah. And and I I regret to say that I know some people who have been involved in the production, mm. and I'm going to have a 
I'm not even, it's not even going to be a quiet word with them no. because I think it was incredibly disrespectful yes. and it just proves that TV in Australia now has ceased to become an Australian operation that's based on our community yes. and our heroes. It's become a business mm. and that's all it is. The second he was in the ground, they went, yep, cool, ka let's go for it yeah, and, and it I, sucks. I, I think we, without, I've not seen it. so Don't um, watch it. No, but uh, the fact I that... I haven't that, watched it. That, that, that his kids um, and the way that he's portrayed. Yeah. Look, the warning was no angel. We all know that. But, mm. you know, for his kids just... And they didn't right. like it, he, didn't, he hasn't been gone that long. Yeah. yeah. So you're saying that he was some... He trained, he was, he was quite fit, yet he put out that image of being a smoking, drinking, sort of everyman. He wasn't a big drinker. He couldn't drink to save his life. <laughs> I mean, you okay. know, <laughs> trust me. Um, was he good at cards? Yes, he was much better at cards than me because he could count and I can't. Right, uh, okay. Yeah, which is a problem. But, but, but he, did, he smoked like a green log. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Green log. Yeah. Green log. You know, and didn't have a great yeah, diet. Ever and, lit a know. green green piece of timber? No, it just smokes. No. There you go. <laughs> See, I'm learning. Oh, my God. Where are you? You're older than all of us put yeah. together. And what do you don't even know that? Yeah. No. Come on. Come but on. I tell you what, Warney did not eat one vegetable. No. I'm, I'm not joking there. <laughs> Ever. Not, not one in his life. He ate, um, he loved spag bowl. Yep. He loved lasagna, yeah. margarita pizzas. Like yeah. we were, we, tin we're, beans. And tin beans, yeah. We're, we're in, and cheese on toast. We were, we were in Nobu one night and he ordered a margarita pizza. This true, <laughs> true, no, 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 not yeah. even funny. Yeah. True story. We, we, I, 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 I did exactly the same thing. Yeah. We went to one of the, the, the best restaurants in London yeah. and he had the margarita pizza brought in. Brought in. And, and, and David Boone one time put a mushroom, had it sp- spaghetti bolognese, and put a mushroom in. halfway underneath yeah. and he went berserk. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely berserk, spat it all out, <laughs> sick for days. Did you get to choose your uh, your, your, your roommate? Uh, by that stage, we didn't really have no. roommates, uh, so so we we're lucky. We, uh, we, we post ninety five yeah. was the after room. collective bargaining agreement. Yeah, um, we had our own, own rooms, yeah. which was great. Fantastic, right? Because yeah. we Heli- basically helicopter hated one another. Paul McCartney's yeah, farm, yeah. that sort of stuff, that's right? It. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you two are, are starting a new. Podcast, we right? are. Yeah, Wicket at two oh eight. No, mate, it's Wickets. Look, if you want to, the show's called Wickets. Wickets. It's with Shane Lee, yes, Stuart McGill, yeah. and our mate Sharpie, Jack Sharp. He's a magician. Yep. Okay, seriously, he's a dead set fucking magician. Wow. So the three of us, Is we're going to do it every week. Yeah. Um, it's going to be very, very different to normal shows because what we're basing it on is. Every four minutes, there's a new over, mm. and every new over brings new content. So wow. it doesn't even matter if Shane's about halfway. Way Some great stuff. If he's halfway through one of the best stories yeah. of all time, doesn't matter. Which Cut off. Unlikely, yeah. Which is unlikely. Is there a bell or something or a siren? Or? There's, there's going to be an alarm. Right? Four minutes, done. It's all about the overrate. Next, it's all about Move overrates. Yeah. So uh, at Wickets 208 uh, on any platform pretty much, but we haven't really worked out that bit yet. But I've got all the – I've registered all the names. So at Wickets 208 with Shane, me and Sharpie, who's a fucking magician. When will this stay? <laughs> a new story about Sharpie. I actually gave him – he was a creator for North City. I gave him his first ever um, professional gig. It was a my daughter's four-year-old birthday party, <laughs> yeah. and I got him along as a magician for yes. the first time. Yeah. And he, um, and one of the mums, he somehow got her bra off her without just like that. I said, I said, it's a four-year-old party, mate. What are you doing? <laughs> Anyway, was she in, in on it? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I just I wound that party up pretty quickly. <laughs> right. Okay. Now and I'm actually hoping that he takes my bra off later. The man's right. here. <laughs> <laughs> now we've got some other sport to talk about. We just do. Just and briefly. More important than, than what's been going on. You say that uh, cricket has taken over the world. Yep. Um, the women 
uh, Australian women won their Ashes uh, the other night at and and we've got it. We've got to say thank you to English cricket this whole summer because they've made cricket inc- interesting. Mm. Yes, because they've sort of slogged their way to competitiveness. Um, Australia won the one own one off Test match in the women women's uh, competition, yeah. and that meant that because of the point structure, all they had to do was win one more game. And they won the Ashes. Right. But England won everything in between. Wow. And so we finally managed to knock them off at Hampshire yesterday at the Aegeus Bowl. And so we've won the Ashes. And hopefully we'll do a, a, a man-woman double. Right. Well, yeah. Well, who would have thought these days? <laughs> no, but I'll tell you what. <laughs> no, but I'll tell you, the, 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 the Australian women's cricket team, they, they are the best performing um, Australian yeah. uh, sporting team. Yeah. Um, to date, um, yep. I think that, that their performance out of You look at Elise Perry, she's now scored um, 6,000 runs, international runs, and taken 300 wickets. She's got oh. 91 the other day. They, they win, they've got, they got stars all around the ground, and they've they performed over a long period they'd of time. They'd won now. 36 one day internationals in a row before yep. they got back Jesus. the other night. You know, we, we talk about uh, sports people of the era and, and who stands out, and at the moment, I would have to say Sam Kerr is probably the, yep. Yep. the highlight uh, sports person of the country at the moment, yes, would you say? Sure. Talking about how she emulated a Kathy Freeman, you know, and, yep. and that's and she loves pressure. She's really looking forward to being right under the pump and winning virtually everything she touches. That's until you get into the uh, city to surf, Stevie, <laughs> and then you could yeah. possibly I'll be, be the I'll number be one. Her. <laughs> well, 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 the girls take take the park at the Olympic Stadium on Thursday. Yes. They have to take on Ireland, which is a massive match for them. Yeah. Um, you always want to kick off your World Cup campaign with a win. Yeah. So fingers crossed, no injuries, but yeah, they're looking pretty good and under. Um, the staff and the coach, I think they'll, they'll do pretty well. Okay. I, I'm hearing that the Irish are the underdogs. Okay. Yeah. Everybody wants to be the underdog, though, Stephen. Yeah, that's true. Is that a song? I don't know. <laughs> it should be. Everyone's a winner, babe. All right. Uh, that was the most unusual fire-up I think we've ever had. <laughs> fire-up <laughs> and now yeah. cool down. And yeah. Shane Lee, thank yeah. you very much. Hey, boys, that was good fun. Yeah, yeah. And well done. You held that together, Steve. Stuart McGill, I did. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Vodka. Wickets yeah. at 2.08 is the place to go. How soon? That's the question. Wickets 208? Yeah, when's it starting? We're going to pop it up tomorrow somewhere. We're not sure where yet, but it'll be either on YouTube or uh, on a platform uh, near yeah. you. Spotify or... Well we'll, well, we'll we'll have it somewhere, but I've registered every, <laughs> every fucking platform right, right. that yeah. man. Desperation much, Stewie? No. Start, starts with a language warning, and that's yeah. what you need to know. No, there yeah. will be no bad language <laughs> on Wickets 208. I've got it all out of my system right now and fire up. Thank you, guys, and that's it for the show. See you soon. So tune in again next week when we invite a veritable breadline of nobodies and wannabes to flesh out another rip-snorting roundup of rugby league shenanigans, slander and smut right here at the home of radio's most fatuous footy confab. Fire!